in our uh, work from home business that we need to take a step away and whether that's because of choice, because of school holidays, vacations, children getting ill, yourself getting ill, family members that you have to take care of and what do you do during these times when you know that you've got a business to keep running? Sure there are some easy ways to um, hand it over to somebody else to look after that aren't all that cost effective they will cost you money but there are other things that you can do to keep your business thriving while you have to take a step back from it and in today's episode I just want to be talking about some of those ways and one in particular that I find is the most easy way to keep your business thriving while you have to take a step back from it so let's go to today's episode of making it like a mother Welcome to the Making It Like a Mother podcast. I'm your host, Anne Murphy, mother, wife, business coach, CEO, and entrepreneur of my own businesses, one of which I've been running since 2009 from when my children were aged four and two. Let me help you on your journey to a successful and profitable online business while juggling home, family, business, and you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Making It Like a Mother. Thanks very much for being here. Today I wanted to touch on something that I find is uh, really hard for us sometimes as stay-at-home entrepreneurs and that's taking a step away from the business but having it still um, running and thriving while you have to take that step away. And there's no better time um, to use as an example than the holiday season Christmas, New Year. For us here in Australia, it's our summer break. So the children are off school from six to eight weeks. And I can remember those early days when the children were still at primary school. It's such a big thing to try and keep them occupied. It's very hard to find that time to just jump into your business and keep engagement running, keep content fresh. And Um, I must admit it was really hard for me back in those early days but now that my children are at high school they're off doing their own thing yeah sure maybe I have to do a bit of um, playing the mum taxi to drive them here and there but I can choose to keep my business running over the holidays or I can um, take a step back take a few weeks off and know that it will um, continue to thrive. Now I just want to compared to when I was working um, before children full-time in in many businesses except for my last role which was a government role they didn't really take much time off over the Christmas New Year break it was mainly just the uh, public holidays and there were um, you could take those couple of days off your annual leave entitlements in between Christmas New Year because it was very very quiet but as a public service you need to be open all the times um, for the the general public so they would shut down but other businesses that I worked for in the construction industry in particular there was no work going on over the um, over that 
Christmas New Year period. So we would all shut down, the office staff included, from usually the Friday before Christmas right through until that first week after New Year's. And the thing was that they, there was no social media around there. They weren't continuously posting on Instagram or Facebook, not that it was there. They weren't, no one was putting out tenders for um, the company that I would work for to price. It was just a general understanding that this industry was something that would shut down over that period. And guess what? We all had jobs to go back to when um, after the New Year period. So the thing I want to um, just uh, tell you is that it's okay to take a break from your business, even if you do nothing at all. Uh, if you do notice a drop in your statistics on your Instagram account or Facebook pages or your website, it's okay. Um, people who follow you and love your content will be there when you come back. So don't ever worry about that. There is, of course, a way to keep your business thriving and that is to hand it over to somebody else. Having an online business manager or a virtual assistant to um, who understands your business, who's trained up in your messaging and how you brand yourself and how you write, <coughs> write, pardon me, they could, um, you could easily pay them to keep it running and you can take the entire um, time off knowing that content is still being produced or you could schedule, schedule it yourself beforehand and um, I have done that in particular with Instagram and that is to schedule all of my posts in the lead up to Christmas, I've got some um, great Christmas fun happening in my Facebook group. So I've got all of that content scheduled. And I must admit, I'm a pretty fast typist and I'm pretty proficient at what I do. So it doesn't really take me long. And I have a very clear content plan so that I know exactly what I'll be posting when. So I've made that easy for myself. So um if nothing else, when you're ready to go back to business in 2021 or in the new year, definitely create a content plan based on your business and uh, you'll know exactly what you need to, uh, what content you need to create all the time. So that's really helped me. But at the same time, I want to slow things down. You know, there's um, things to do with the kids. My um, husband is... Um, doesn't work during the day he only works in the evenings at night so um, it's hard for us to do things at night but during the day and being summer you know there's lots that we can be doing going to the beach or the pool or going away for a couple of days so I, I've got that peace of mind that I know that I can step away from my business and know that it's still running but I want to share with you today just one thing you know even if you don't schedule any Instagram content any Facebook posts, any blog posts, any tweets, any LinkedIn posts, if you don't do any of that at all, I recommend this. And that is to keep your business running using Pinterest. Now, if I haven't told you before, I started um, using Pinterest, being very OCD about the way I store all of my information and my filings on filing systems online and offline and 
you know, being, you know, I'm talking about 10 years ago when Internet Explorer, um, you would find, a, say, an article that you wanted to save and you really only had your favourites on Internet Explorer to um, save all of those great posts that you wanted to refer back to sometimes and sometimes I'd find recipes, sometimes I'd find craft projects I wanted to do with the children, sometimes I'd find some self-help articles or whatever it was and I would save them to my favourites in um, Internet Explorer and these folders were getting pretty full and up came Pinterest and I thought wow this is just perfect for someone like me that I can save all of these ideas that I was finding on the internet into what are called boards. So I would save it to my crafting board, my recipe board, my self-help board, you know, places I wanted to visit board, all these different boards that I had created. And when I started my own blog, Domesplicity, 12 years ago, I also pinned similar content, content that I was producing, all of my recipes all of my craft projects, all of the, the articles that I created on my own website. And the traffic came in droves from Pinterest. This was 10 years ago and it still happens today like nothing um, has changed. Well, it has changed. Pinterest has changed in the last six months. It's not like it um, used to be. They've changed the algorithm slightly, but I've adjusted and still using it to my advantage to pin my content, pin, pin other people's content to my um, to the Pinterest boards on my account. The thing is with Pinterest and I find that Instagram and Facebook are very good at um, creating their own help I guess. Facebook uh, Blueprint is an excellent resource if you want to learn um, Facebook for free. Instagram's a little bit iffy it's it tells you if you head to the Instagram website it'll tell you the basics but when it comes to really uh, understanding your niche and how to attract your target market on Instagram there's no um, one size fits all well it is a one size fits all um, tutorial on their website but there's nothing really specific where Pinterest on the other hand will tell you exactly what's trending they have a feature in the analytics called um, trends and they will tell you exactly what is trending and you can type in any word so whatever your niche is if you're a, um, a blogger who blogs about family or relationships a food blogger a mummy blogger if you're a, a business an entrepreneur if you're a writer and, and you um, write books if you have a podcast, I'm talking about anything. I'm talking about musicians, beauticians, um, makeup artists. Um, just name any niche. Please get in touch if you um, have an online business. Just email me anytime and, and I'll be able to help you. But any niche can be successful on Pinterest and I've proved that many times with my clients that I've um, coached over these last 18 months. And with this trending feature, you would just type in a keyword into the search bar or just check what's um, trending. And at the moment, you could imagine anything to do with Christmas is trending. So that's what people are searching for. 
So even if your niche, if your business isn't about Christmas, this is what you need to be pinning. So, okay, you may not be a, um, like you may be a mechanic, for example, and it would be a bit silly to share some Christmas recipes. But, you know, think about other things that people might um, like to see about um, Christmas Christmas content that relates to your business if you were a mechanic or a car dealership or something you know the best Christmas gifts for car lovers and you know I'm sure that there's millions of posts about that and create content on your website create pins to your website to your email opt-ins to your blog posts if you're not writing blog posts for your online business you really should be because it's creating this fresh content that can be uh, pinned onto Pinterest and also found on Google as well and that's what I teach my uh, coaching clients to do is how to create that fresh content and before I go on I've seen a lot of people say online that you know they don't have time for another social media system to master or to learn and Pinterest isn't a social media platform it's just like Google in fact I guess it's a a visual version of Google that's all Pinterest is and instead of you typing into the Google search bar how to bake a cake you would type into you could type that into um, Pinterest as well but you could just type in chocolate cherry cake if you wanted to find a chocolate cherry cake recipe and it would bring up every single recipe and you would just pin it you could click on it to see what the recipe was like if you had all the ingredients or what you needed to buy but it's just for everything and it's also the perfect shopping platform it's it's more designed for shoppers now people are going straight to Pinterest to shop they have um, a shopping their mission is to buy so you're already there if you've got products or services to sell if you're on Pinterest, you're already there and you can put your um, pump your content up into people's Pinterest feeds. So it doesn't take a lot of time. That's the thing that why I want you to know about it over these um, long breaks that you need. You might need to take some downtime from. And also, if you're really serious about your business, this is another thing. I see people... Um, who have online businesses and I see them on uh, Facebook scrolling through their personal feed um, commenting on various posts could be about anything but if you're really serious about growing your um, online business you'll do what's good for your business first so instead of spending that 10 15 30 minutes scrolling through your personal Facebook feed which does nothing for your business think about just jumping onto Pinterest for five minutes it's all it takes and it doesn't have to be done every day it can be done three times a week twice a week once a week even but you just need to be consistent with it you need to show up on that same day every week or those three times a week and five to ten minutes is all it takes The other good thing with Pinterest is that because you've been pinning content based on what your target market likes, it will automatically curate a feed for you. 
uh, your home feed. So instead of going to search through all the different, um, you know, search through different things that are relative to your business that's already there. So all you need to do is scroll through your home feed for five minutes, pin, 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 10 pins, 20 pins, whatever you've got time for, just to keep your content being pumped up. And it doesn't have to be, well, it shouldn't just be your content. I think that's another mistake people make with Pinterest is they think, well, I've got a business, an online business. I'm going to jump on Pinterest, create some boards around what I do, and that's it. That's far from it. You need to be pinning content that your target market is interested in and then pin your own content as well so that you will get more followers, more impressions, and more eyes on your content when you do do post it. I used to tell my clients that um, a general rule was eight of other people's pins to two of yours, but I don't think that's relevant now. I think with the latest changes to Pinterest, they don't favour um, that you that you share other people's content because I've had success now where I might do ten of my own pins of content to my website to say five of other people's pins and it hasn't really made any difference <coughs> where up until six months ago for years it was always they favored that you pinned other people's content so in saying that I really want you to think about one taking a step away from your business over the holiday period or if you do need to um, take some time off whether it's through illness or vacations you know, there's nothing wrong with sitting at a coffee shop. I know people say, get off your phones. Um, I'm very much not um, a mobile phone person. I'm old school. I used to use a old dial-up phone and it was only when I was pregnant with my first that my ex-husband gave me a mobile phone and said, you know, you better hold on to this in case something happens. And I swear it was never charged. I never had it with me. And I'm still very much like that. So I really do only use it for work and for phone calls and messaging my husband. I don't get many phone calls. So um, I'm not one of these people that needs to be on um, my mobile phone. And I certainly don't take pictures. I'm very guilty of not taking pictures of everything. But that's been good because I get to enjoy whatever it is I'm looking at. If I'm at the beach, I'd rather just look at the beach instead of taking pictures. Same as with when the children were small and they were doing things, I would rather be kept up in the moment. You see people at Christmas concerts of their kids and they've all got their phones out recording it. I swear I would never, ever watch that again if I had recorded it. So I've got the memory of my children dancing in my head and that will do me. So... Um, if I do stop for a coffee break or if I do, if I am on vacation and I sit back, I come back from the beach and we might just have the TV on, I'll just quickly open up Pinterest on my phone for five minutes, pin some content and know that the traffic will still keep coming. Uh, my Pinterest account will still keep growing and I will, um, and my business will thrive. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. Don't feel guilty if you do have a break from your business over this holiday period. Know that your business will still be there when you come back over however long you decide to take off. If you do have any Pinterest 
questions, please email me at info at annlmurphy.com. I'm only um, too happy to help. I do offer a 90-minute Pinterest intensive where I look at your Pinterest account and I will tell you exactly what boards uh, you need to create and exactly what type of content to create and how to understand your analytics, how to understand the audience insights, all of those little tips and tricks that you can um, use Pinterest for for your online business. So um, if you'd like to know more details about that, please email me again, info at annlmurphy.com. And I shall talk to you next week on the next episode of Making It Like a Mother. Thanks very much for joining me today. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast on Making It Like a Mother. You know you can subscribe to uh, listen to every episode and never miss an episode by going to iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts or your other favourite podcasting platform or head to the annlmurphy.com website and follow the link to the podcast and you'll find all the episodes there. Thank you.